how to write format kind of a template for creating an amazing job ad. Um, and it seems easy enough when I say it, but trust me, this will feel fairly foreign to you if you have experience in HR um, and, and especially the more experience that you have because it is so different the way that I approach job ads. So stick around, let's jump in. Still struggling with sourcing applicants. And, and to be honest, it isn't given, getting better. In fact, rumors are that a bunch of turnover is in our future and so even more sourcing will be needed. Look, the problem is, and one of the biggest issues in sourcing is the ad. It's focused on the employer and not on the job seeker. And, and most employers don't know this, but, but they're actually harming their applicant flow and can easily improve it by simply changing their ad. Since most employers only see their data, specifically the number of applicants, and not the upstream data, meaning how many searches were performed, where the job was displayed in, how many people viewed their ad, and how many started, they might not realize that for every one applicant they see in their inbox, they're missing out on 100 or more potentially interested and potentially qualified candidates who just didn't, simply didn't make it through the, the funnel or the process. The issue, and at the heart of this, is this major paradigm shift that has to be changed or shifted. Most companies are using a job description, which isn't an ad at all. Right? And when I suggest that they adjust it to be more job seeker focused, it goes against the entire concept of what a job description is. A job description is a legally reviewed document that's used between an employer and an employee to kind of set the stage for what is required, what their job will be, etc. A lot of times it's used, you know, preferably proactively up front in, in helping employees understand what's required of them in the job and what they're going to be doing. And on the backside, uh, to fire somebody, to discipline somebody, or to show that they're not really performing their job the way that they were supposed to perform it. It does play an important part in HR and in compliance, but it just is and was never meant to be an actual ad. My data shows that when I switch an employer from a job description to a job ad, that applicant flow consistently goes up 50 to 300%, which means the reverse of that, employers who are using a job description um, with a whole bunch of bullet points that's all about duties, qualifications, requirements, etc., that they're actually missing out on a ton of applicants. So today I'm going to get down in the weeds and show you how to write a proper ad and what to do with that legal review job description because I am not in any way suggesting to use that as a starting point. So here is the solution when it comes to creating content that will help drive applicant flow. The first step is to realize that we're going to end up with three pieces of content, which each have a very specific purpose for what they're used for. And if you don't use them the right way, you will end up choking the applicant flow into your jobs. The first one is a job ad. The goal of an ad is to attract and engage potentially interested candidates, not to filter. Number two is a list of job questions. And the goal of job questions is three parts. Number one, to disqualify people who are clearly not a fit. Number two, to rank the rest in order of which ones are the most qualified. And number three, to provide quick access to information so that you don't have to look at the resume to figure out who your best people or say your top 50% are. The third piece of content is a legal job description. Once again, a legal job description is not an ad. 
It is a document usually created by HR, a legal consultant, something like that, used to get clarity or to provide clarity between the employer and the employee about the job. It's not an ad. Most people would share this maybe during the interview or the hiring process, maybe post hire or as they're brought on, et cetera, et cetera. To be honest, most people don't read them that much. And the last part for extra credit would be conversation starters. A conversation starter is what you share on social media along with the link that takes somebody to your job ad. Those are really three plus the extra credit four distinct pieces of content that are created for a specific purpose and need to follow a specific approach to get the best results. Now let's talk specifically about the ad because that's the goal today and what to do if you're worried about the job description. Look, if you have a job description and your concern is that writing an ad using my template means that it won't be compliant or that you feel like you're obligated to display the job description before people apply, there's an easy way to have the best of both worlds. Number one, create an ad, not a job description. Following my template below. Number two, create a PDF version of your job description. Number three, upload that to your favorite file sharing software, whether it's Dropbox or Google Drive or, or load it onto your own website or into your ATS system. And number four, add a link to that inside the body of your ad. What this means is that if somebody needs or wants to read the full job description, they can choose to do so, but it is not what we use to generate interest and convert them to applicants. Now let's go to the template and I'll walk you through how this works. Um, the meat of a great job ad and, and the primary goal here is to create a consistent flow that explains to people why they should want this job versus what they're doing right now, which is not unemployment. What most of them are doing right now is working for somebody else doing a different job. Clearly I'm going to lay out kind of my go-to with the, the flow and the sections, but you could definitely reorder the sections. You could create different headings for them. You could even add a few more sections. The biggest thing I will warn you is do not evolve this ad into a job description. If you start down that slope, you will end up back at being focused on you, the employer, not on the job seeker, and it will harm your applicant flow. Simply put, it's going to feel really strange using this type of ad and your ads won't look or sound like your competitors or previous ads that you used. This is on purpose in a hyper competitive talent market. You want to stand out from the crowd and not blend in. You know, you have your ads dialed in. When people who come in for an interview, bring them up and mention how awesome they are. And for extra credit, when people who don't even apply, mention how awesome your ads are. Now just ask yourself that one question before we jump into this template. Have job seekers ever brought up your ad during the interview to talk about how excited it got them about the job? My guess is the answer is no. And that's because you've been using a job description, which to be honest, isn't very exciting. So let's walk through the sections. I'm going to give you the heading and I'm going to tell you kind of what the goal of it is. The very first section is the elevator pitch. It generally doesn't have a heading, but really what we're trying to do is make a really quick, you know, one to two paragraph pitch that gives a really quick snapshot shot of what we're looking for, why somebody would want the job and why they should read more. So an elevator pitch might be something like Africa pro is currently looking for a part-time sales rep in our XYZ location. If you are a, B and C, this is going to be a great opportunity for you 
because of D, E, and F. If you are interested, please continue to read more. Now in that elevator pitch, I would suggest making sure that you point out, highlight, potentially even bold, really, really key points that A, uh, explain what the job is and where it is, and B, explain and highlight your biggest benefits or differentiators. So at Applicant Pro, I would highlight if it's part-time. I would highlight if it's work from home or partial work from home. I would highlight if it has a flexible schedule. I would highlight the fact that we offer PTO even to part-timers and then it starts on day one. And most importantly, I would highlight our house cleaning benefit. Those core things are big drivers that make us different than other people, right? And so that highlighted the, the experience of working for us. I would also potentially highlight a couple core things about the job. What is the job? What's the goal of the job? And maybe if you have a few requirements, you can sp space in there. If you are good with numbers, if you love working with people, if you are hoping to uh, enter into the tech world, any of those things. Next up, about our company. This is a spot where you can explain kind of why somebody would want to work for your company. Now, note here, this is not just the blob from your website that the marketing team wrote to explain we are the best at, we are world-class in, we are the largest provider of, none of that stuff. That stuff was written for your customer. The about our company section of the job ad is what would your employees say to a friend or family member on the weekend at a barbecue to explain why they like working for your company. Most likely this will give some idea of stability. We've been in business for X number of years. Some idea of size. We have over 180 employees in three different states. It would give some idea of culture or mission or values. If you have specific things like about what it is to, to work at your company overall, you know, we hire people, not resumes. Um, we believe in internal movement of our teams or internal uh, career path growth, or we are very focused on, you know, humble, hungry, and smart as core values. And this means X, Y, and Z, right? That experience of working for your company, not your product, not that you're world-class, not that you fit in, in a certain place in the market space. The, what would somebody tell their friends and family members about why they work for their company and what it's like to work there. Next up is the most important section of the ad and it replaces the duties and qualification or the duties in a job description. This is titled a day in the life as a, and then I put the job title in there. Now, what you want to do is explain potentially in a, a funny way or in an engaging way, whatever the case may be, um, what it's like, what the job is actually like. I like to break this up into kind of four main areas. Number one, what do you do every day all the time? Number two, what do you do uh, once a week? Number three, what do you do once a month? One, number four, what do you do randomly? You know, if you think about a job description, it has all of your duties, but it generally doesn't order those based on which one you do the most of. So they all appear the same. And so this is your moment to talk about what you will do, what software you'll use, uh, how you'll interact with other people, what the manager's like, et cetera, et cetera. Give them a feel so that they can sit in that paragraph or, and it could be as long as you want, to make sure that they can feel what it's like and see themselves doing the job. Next up, what is the work schedule and environment? That's your next heading. And this is where you be as specific as possible, especially if you assume or believe that you're going to get people from outside of your industry on this job. 
make sure they understand the work schedule, when they'll be expected to work, and the environment. Where? What's it like? Is it, you know, what's this, the situation like? What's the office space like? If this is work from home, what does that look like? If there's flexibility, what does that look like? As much as possible, be as specific as possible about explaining the work schedule and the environment. Next up is job requirements. This is where you actually can make a bulleted list, but I will warn you, make sure you limit this to only the hard requirements. That means no bachelor degree preferred, no three years of experience in sale. If it is not a hard requirement, meaning if somebody doesn't have exactly that, you will boot them out, then do not list it. In fact, I would focus more on soft skills and functional requirements. So if you think about say, say sales is a great, great example. Three years of sales experience is a job title requirement. A functional requirement would be um, experience cold calling, um, must have a proven track record of closing deals, must have you know experience using Salesforce CRM to manage leads. Those are all functional requirements of what you're actually asking them to do on the job, not vague like experience or education requirements that, that it's really difficult for them to see themselves in it. So I might be great communication, excellent typing skills, um, ability to interact with other team members, you know, great at talking to customers, asking them questions. Those are all functional requirements that are okay to hear here. I would stick to less than 10. And again, they have to be hard requirements that you will, if they don't have them, you will boot them out. And then finally, one of the most overlooked things here is, are you ready to join our team? Are you ready to take the next step? Or it's, this is the call to action. The difference between information and marketing is marketing calls people to act. And for whatever reason, we leave this out most likely because job descriptions leave it out, but this is your time to explain and push them to step forward. You'll have something like, if this job sounds like a great job for you, then we would love to talk to you. Please fill out our application and we will follow back up with you. Now, the more specific you get about what that looks like and what the next steps will be, the more likely somebody is to actually act. So if your application is short, point it out. Please fill out our three minute long application um, and we will follow back up. If you can tell them what comes next, that's even more beneficial. Even if it's bad news for us, I will say fill out our three minute long application, which includes a series of questions. If you are a good fit for the job, you'll be progressed to take an assessment. And that way they know exactly what comes next and then we'll follow up with you and call, call to schedule an interview. If you tell them what it's like and then what comes next, it makes them more likely to actually engage. Now, couple notes right here on this when you think about it. Number one, the more specific, the better. Don't just say PTO, explain how much PTO you provide. If you are embarrassed about the specifics, meaning you don't uh, compare well to your competitors, then it's evidence of a bigger problem to solve. Number two, the tone of the ad should match the tone and culture of your company. So, and this is part of the problem with job descriptions. If your company is laid back, your ad should sound laid back. If you don't take yourself too seriously, it should act like the ad should sound not too serious. If you're sarcastic and storytellers, then make ads that tell sarcastic stories. If you are a law firm that wears suit and ties, then you can make it sound like a law firm with suit and ties. But again, the tone also matters on this. Now, this is the step-by-step -step process of how to go about doing it. We do have a link you can download where you can download our template. 
as well as a series of questions that you can ask of the manager to go through and write an awesome ad like this. Along with that, we can also provide a few examples. So the next steps are for you to take action and to actually create a job ad, not a job description and post it and see the results that you get from it. I promise you that you will see amazing results. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to Ryan Kohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring. Yeah.